Hello and welcome to episode 99 of the Corinne Nidja podcast. I'm your host, Corinne Nidja, and today I was blessed to interview the so lovely and inspirational Heather Barlow Kaufman, the other half of Tim Kaufman, who was episode 56 of the podcast. Tim Kaufman is also known as Fat Man Rants on social media, and he is just a force. And they both are. When you follow Tim or Heather on social media, their links are in the show notes. You know, you and Fat Man Rants on social media, like their videos, their posts. You know, they have gone through so much together uh, as a couple, and have both lost combined. Oh my gosh, combined. I'm not sure how much you would you guys would have lost combined, but it's it's a lot. Heather has lost over 90 pounds. Tim has lost much more than that. Both of them have gone on. Tim has had Alice Danlos syndrome and has completely changed his life and and Heather has supported him and gone along this journey with him and had her own weight loss journey as a result. And they've both gone on to become athletes and motivators and just inspirational people helping their community with monthly potlucks, talks, cooking classes, all kinds of things. You can find the links to where they're at and where the potlucks are and all those things in the show notes. So please check them out. And you can also find out where you can get their Fat Man Foods veggie burgers in the Buffalo area. So before we get started, I just wanted to take a moment to thank my new Patreon subscribers, Ursula Cooperrider, Beverly Huff, Natalie and Michael Fields. Thank you so much, all of you. I am just thrilled to have you as paying patrons, patrons of this podcast. It really made my day seeing your names there. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. If this is your first time hearing about Patreon, Patreon is a crowdfunding platform where people can help support the podcast they love or the musicians they love or artists they love to keep, or bloggers, (laughs) to keep putting out new content by contributing monthly for as little as $5 a month, which is just a large soy latte. Um, podcasts take a lot of time and resources to create, especially a weekly podcast, sourcing guests, recording equipment, software, editing, production, liaising with guests, all of those things, writing the show notes, uploading. It's a full day lost for both Ranjit and I from earning a wage each week, which, you know, we do have a family and food and bills that need paying. So, Even though I love talking about this um, with the guests on my show and sharing this message because I'm so, so passionate after my own journey and after even more passionate after recording, you know, I've recorded over 100 stories like these. So my passion is only increasing. My drive to get these stories out there is only building and my belief in the importance of this message getting out to the masses is only growing the more time goes on with hosting this podcast. But 
even though I'm so passionate about spreading the news about food being medicine, yeah, this podcast does take a lot of financial resources from away from my family. So as we head to 100 episodes, we need to find sustainable ways to keep this podcast going, moving forward, because although we deeply believe in these powerful stories and that they need to be heard, we also have a family <laughs> to feed and support. So if you would like to join me over at Patreon, the link is in the show notes with all the details. It's a monthly subscription. There's six tier options available. So 10, 5, 10, 15, 25, 50 and $100 a month. Now, just depending on your income, I know $100 a month would mean I have to give you a kidney and a, one of my kids. <laughs> if you have $100 a month and you want to donate that to the podcast, obviously I would faint first, start weeping and just be so humbled and grateful for your contribution. But any contribution that you can make from five, they all make my absolute day. So, and thank you everyone who has done that. It just makes my heart fill with happiness that people care about this podcast so much and want to support it. It is really, really humbling and yeah, it's hard to comprehend or put into words how deeply thankful I am from everyone who is contributing over at Patreon now. Thank you all so much. So if you would like to head over and have a look, I would be so grateful for you to check out Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Subscribe if you can, if you value the content that I'm putting out each week and would like to support this podcast as on an ongoing basis moving forward. As I said, it's as little as $5 a month and you can cancel whenever you like. Thank you so much in advance. So that link is in the show notes for you to check out. Next, I wanted to talk about my 28 Days Vegan Challenge. It begins on August 1st, 2019. If you or someone you love has been listening and is curious or listening to other plant-based podcasts and are wanting to try it out but don't know where to get started or what to eat or what to do, this challenge is for you. It's a whole food plant-based challenge. You get an ebook, one-on-one coaching call with me at the start and at the end. You get messenger support, membership to my private Facebook group. You get a weekly Zoom check-in. There's heaps of awesomeness in the file section on the Facebook page. You get daily motivational support emails, which are a lot to do with mindset and motivation and also maintaining momentum on a plant-based diet as you go forward because it isn't just about what we eat it's mostly about getting our head right our mind right our mindset right as we move forward so that's been one of the most difficult pieces for me so that's what I'm really trying to create in this 28 days challenge now it is a work in progress and I'm going to keep tweaking it as we go along but once you join this challenge you will be a lifetime member of my private Facebook group and you will be able to jump on board for every evolution of that challenge moving forward. So it'll always be there for you. You can jump in, you'll get new updates. All the, as, as the program changes, you will come along for the ride. So there's really no losing there. It is $97, but like my one-on-one coaching calls are 147 and you get one of them for free plus the ebook that no one's seen. It's just getting released, which I'm excited about. Uh, there's tweaks that can be made to it, but I really like 
this new version. I've been waiting for it for a really long time. The members in my group have been waiting for a really long time for this version, but the people that are doing the recipes for me while taking my recipes and cooking them and photographing them and then the graphic designer who is putting it all together, you know, it just takes time with our own lives and kids and families. So it's taken the time it's taken and it's moments away from being there. So it'll be there for the beginning of the challenge, which I'm really excited about. Um, yes, so I'm really looking forward to it. The link with all of the details is in the show notes. Click on it, join, sign up, message me about your one-on-one call so you can hopefully get it in before the start date, August 1st. Um, but you can do it any time in the challenge. I just wanted to get people ready with their goals all set for the beginning, for day one. But there's plenty of information there for you to start without that one-on-one call. There is heaps of goodness in there and a credible community. And yeah, it's just going to be 28 days spent creating a whole heap of plant-based joy, love, putting things in, forget the things that you're leaving behind dead animals and eggs and dairy, you're literally going to be adding in. This is about adding in joy, excitement, nourishment, self-love, self-care. You get good health as we go along. That is awesome. There will be a natural side effect. But the 28 days is a lot about just nourishing yourself from the inside out with great, beautiful, thriving, whole plant foods and also just wonderful, wonderful weekly intentions about how you can nourish yourself and find joy in other ways for the 28 days from other things, all the things that you may have left behind from childhood that you used to love, you know, how else can we bring joy into our life, our lives so that we don't fall back on comfort foods to keep us going through existence for the 28 days. So yeah, it's, it's so, I, Everyone who does it enjoys it and gets a lot out of it. And that's not just, that sounds like self, shameless self-promotion, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a lovely thing. It's a lovely way to spend 28 days. It, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be hardship and drudgery. It should be nourishing, abundant, beautiful, healing 28 days where you're giving back to yourself and telling yourself that switching off that mean monkey mind jerk voice for 28 days and switching on a voice that's much more loving and kind and and healing for you, for your mind, body and soul. So, yeah, I hope to see you there. The link is in the show notes with all of the, the details about what you get when you join and how you can join and all of those things. And there is payment plan available, so you can break it down into three smaller payments, I think of 30 Something $97 divided by three. <laughs> I haven't done the math, but I'll put that in the show notes as well. Click on the link. You can just find it there. And yeah, I can't wait to see you all in the challenge. I'm really looking forward to it. So without further ado, here's this week's episode. Bye. So hello, Heather, and welcome to the show. Hi, Corrine. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate this. I appreciate being on your podcast. Oh, awesome. Me, I, I am so glad to have you. Obviously, I interviewed your lovely husband, Tim, earlier. Now, I don't, I'll, I'll list the episode in the show notes, but I absolutely loved interviewing him and I've loved following the both of you in your journey, in your fitness journey, in your health journey, uh, and along with Fat Man Rants and Fat Man Foods now and all the, all of the, new and exciting things that are happening for you both on your journey. So 
if you haven't listened and you're just this is your first episode, head back and listen to Tim Kaufman's episode. As I said, the link's in the show note to hear Tim's story, but you have your own story, Heather. So would you like to share that with us? Sure. Well, um, I'll kind of start a little bit back. Usually um, Tim tells his story and then I usually go into mine, but I can um, back up and I'll start. um, My husband started a plant-based journey about six years ago. And uh, at first I wasn't sure exactly where he would go with his journey. Um, and I kind of watched him and wasn't fully on board at first with him. Um, he was starting to make good foods and me and my kids would be eating our pizza and wings while he was eating his healthy plant-based food. And, um, eventually we started tasting a little bit of it and, you know, we, we liked it, but I still kind of wasn't sure, you know, it was, was it? journey. Um, I started switching me and the, me and my children over to like more salads. And instead of having our meat pizzas, we'd start doing veggie pizzas and maybe have a pizza and salad or, you know, I'd start eating a little healthier. And then we, you know, started really tasting more of Tim's food. And um, I don't like to cook. So um, it kind of made sense to let him cook and we all seemed to like it. So um, you know, I slowly, um, still wasn't on board a hundred percent, but we were making changes, me and the kids and, um, me and my husband were walking through the mall one day and I had a cramp in my side and kind of didn't think anything of it. And it was just seemed to be there for a while. And I happened to go to my gynecologist and he had said that I had a fibroid the size of a softball. And so we, we talked about it and um, I asked him, you know, is it cancerous, non-cancerous, you know, can we just watch it? And he said, yeah, we could watch it. It, they're usually not, they're usually non-cancerous. So I said, okay, cause I did not want to have any type of surgery or anything to do with that. And, oh, a few months later, maybe maybe three to six months later, I can't remember exactly, I happened to go um, f- to my primary doctor for a physical, and he had mentioned it. And I said, well, you know, yeah, there is a fibroid there. And he insisted that I get a CT scan of it to make sure it wasn't pushing on any of my other organs. So I agreed to it, wasn't too happy about it. But um, when it came back, it said that it was now the size of a grapefruit and it was pushing on the right ureter to my right kidney and kind of like pinching it off. So he strongly suggested I have surgery. So between both doctors, um, I kind of jokingly agreed if I could have it in between my daughter's high school graduation (laughs) and her graduation party, sure, I'll go for it then not thinking that they could schedule it like that. Well, they did. So um, I I agreed and I went in and they had to give me a total hysterectomy. And the evening of my surgery, I had um, all these flashbacks of my mom's cancer in all the hospitals she was in. Um, We had lost her back in 2012. Um, She had leukemia which turned into lymphoma, 
and then she had a brain tumor and um, passed away. And that night, it just gave me all these memories of all the things she had gone through. So the next morning, um, I had said to Tim, I want to be whole food plant-based. I want to do whatever I can to keep myself healthy and out of a hospital. And I went all in. And actually, it's kind of the timing's perfect. This is this morning um, for me. It's four years that I've been whole food plant-based today, July. Oh, 30. congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. I when we set this up, I didn't even think about it till the last couple of days here, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be four years tomorrow. So today, so so it's totally four years. I've gone all in, and I've not looked back. That is, I think that for many women. Having a hysterectomy is such a huge, well, it can feel like such a huge, huge piece of our our femininity, of our, of our womanhood. So I really think that I can totally imagine that it would have been such a powerful catalyst for you making it, making a serious switch to a whole food plant-based diet because... I, I, I can't imagine what you went through in that moment and the and then and then thinking in that hospital bed about your own mother's journey with cancer, it just would have been I imagine it would have been one of one of the hardest nights of your times of your of your life. Yeah, and just to not even have her there to you know, talk to and be there. She was an awesome lady. She was a wonderful mom to me and my three sisters and all our families. And it was it was hard to lose her. And I wish, you know, we would have known things back then, but, you know, that's not how it works. No, I'm so sorry for your loss, Heather. Thank you. So now it's four years on, but how was that transition in those first few weeks after after your surgery? You know, honestly, for me, I just went in. I just I wanted to be healthy. It, it wasn't hard. I mean... You know, Tim was cooking, so um, that was easy. You know, I always did the cleanup anyway. So, you know, we were eating good foods. Um, I did have one little thing that I was holding on to um, was these little Timbits. We are, um, by us, they're actually donut holes. So Mm -hmm. I was thinking, okay, I could have like three. And then like my hand, it was really weird. I get like arthritis in my hand and I'm like, I had given up everything, you know, and I, I would just have these little things every now and then. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just have two. Same thing happened. So then I'm like, why why am I even doing this? Why am I even having these when they're not, you know, they're not good for me anyways? Why would I even want to, you know, if you want to say cheat or whatever, you know, that was my little thing I held on to for a little bit there. And I just gave that up. I was like, it was pointless. It's like in my mind, it was like stupid. Why would I even eat these things when they're affecting my hands? Why would I cheat when I want to be healthy? You know? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Although I can totally imagine because I, I think donuts are delicious. I can totally imagine why you would be like <laughs> three of them. They're tiny. They fit in the palm of my hand. How bad can it be? But as you see, like Dr. Clapper says, you can have a little bit of type 2 diabetes <laughs> with your little bit of donut holes, which is 
so unfortunate, but I think lots of people, they do want to hold on to the, well, I'll have this one little thing, but that one little thing is keeping them in a state of disease. I just, you know, I went in, I'm like, this is stupid, you know, and I didn't have that for too long. And I was able, you know, able to have that control to just, you know, in my mind, just get rid of it, you know. As I joined him, we were starting to be more active and fit. And then um, about three years ago, I really got into running. I really found that that is, you know, my thing. That's what I like and I I love to do. Had either of you been into exercise before or in your youth? Not really. Like I, I played, you know, like in high school, I played a little bit of softball. And then, you know, as I, we got married very young. Um, we got married when we were 20, and so I had um, my son right away, and then a couple years later, my daughter, and, um, you know, I, I did walking or, you know, little bits of that, but nothing to any extreme, but, you know, we had started, me and Tim had started hiking and um, and running and um, a little bit of biking, but I don't do the biking with the helmet or clipping in, just normal bike and just ride. <laughs> but I found my love, you know, I found the love of running and um, I really enjoy that a lot. Yes, I've seen lots of photos of you with your sashes and your numbers across your chest. So I know you're in a lot of races. How often do you race these days? Um, it depends on what I'm um, deciding that I want to do. Right now I'm doing a couple 5Ks here and there. Um, so right now I'm just picking up a little, a uh, couple 5Ks. I did uh, one, I think two, uh, it was two weeks ago and one before that. Um, right now we're kind of busy. So I've been picking the 5Ks because I can, you know, fit them in if they're close and um, still be able to run. So I got a couple coming up um, in the next few weeks here that I picked up that, so I kind of just, Right now, I thought I'll just do those for now, and whatever comes up, I have a half coming up in October that I did sign up for. So it just depends whatever I, I find that I like, or sometimes I pick a charity for the race, um, or if there's a race on a date that means something to me, I'll pick, you know, I'll pick that race. I kind of just do whatever. <laughs> pick whatever kind of race. <laughs> Sounds good, I guess. <laughs> so, and... You do, have you done marathons too, have you? Yes, I've done a few marathons and a couple ultras. Wow. Do you like the ultras? Um, yes and no. Which, what's what's your favorite race? The 5Ks. <laughs> <laughs> that would be mine as well. They're fun. They're, mm. you know, they're, I don't know, I, I, I like them, but I like to, you know, I like to also challenge myself and see, you know, how far I can go and what I can do so just just depends on the season I guess (laughs) so one thing I wanted to ask you was about your kids when you made when you made the switch how did your kids go um right now um my kids were older so they were I'm trying to think so our son at the time was like 18 19 so they and our daughters um, was about 16. So they pretty much just ate whatever we had in the house. Then, you know, like going out with their friends and stuff, they they would eat whatever. Our son doesn't live with us anymore, but it's kind of funny. He's 25 and 
Um, last Christmas, we bought him an Instapot because he's vegan now. So we're very happy with that. Oh, wow, and that's awesome. He wanted an Instapot, so we, we got him that. And um, our daughter's 22. Um, she still lives at home, so she pretty much eats what we have here. She will go out with her friends, and sometimes she'll make really good choices. You know, then other times she eats whatever. But, you know, I'd say she's about 95%, which is... Which is what I, I would like to see a hundred percent, but I'll take ninety five percent. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially when they came into it, so you know, when they were in their late teens. That is incredible that your son is vegan now after spending the largest you know, portion of his life eating meat, eggs, dairy, cheese, all of those things. So that's really, really, really awesome, and obviously testament to you and Tim for inspiring him with your own journeys and your daughter eating 95%. That's pretty, pretty, pretty great for a 22 year old. Cause I was smoking, drinking cans of V and eating absolute rubbish when I was 22. So <laughs> I'm, I wish I could turn back time and be eating 95% vegan when I was 22. Yeah. I, well, and I always say, I wish I knew when they were younger, because, you know, I think back to the stuff that I would gave them and I said, oh, I wish I would have known this when you guys were younger to have you eating healthier at a younger age. And, you know, but we didn't know this back then. So now we move forward to what? Absolutely. You couldn't do any different. Forward to the healthy foods. So absolutely, try to encourage them, you know, but you can only say so much. You got to be careful. It's true. It's very true. My mother knows that about me as well. She can only give me so much advice before I, <laughs> that I'll listen to. Now, what I wanted to talk to you about was, yeah, how things have been for you as a whole family since this happened, because it's been, I guess if you haven't listened, if you wanted to talk about supporting Tim through this, because he's had a lot of health problems in the yeah, that he's had to address and if you wanted to just talk about being a partner of someone who has had to go on the journey that Tim's been on how was that for you I don't know if you know our whole story but um Tim was sick we just thought that this is how things would be and you know I supported him in I guess like when you take your marriage vows you support in good and bad and sickness and in health so I I did that I supported him when he was sick I supported him when he got healthy and, um, you know, things weren't always easy when he was sick. It was, you know, there's a lot of things I had to do, you know, that he couldn't do. Um, and when he became healthy, it was just amazing. It was just, just watching him. It really opened my eyes to what the plant-based living can do for you and how it can heal chronic illnesses. And it's, it's just amazing. And, you know, to hear other people's stories too. I just, I supported him, like I said, in when he was sick. I mean, that's what we thought. And um, that he was, you know, that he was diagnosed with the Ehlers-Danlos. He still has it. Um, you know, he still has little things that come up from time to time, but he is off all his pain meds. He's just thriving and healthy and it's just amazing. And you know, like I said, I didn't I didn't go in at first because I wasn't sure where it was going to go. But just watching him and thankful that he transformed his life and that helped us to transform ours. 
And then he started Fat Man Rants. And how, how's that been for you as a family? It's been a, a, a wild ride, I guess, is the way to say it. Because, you know, at first he started, he'd come in and he'd be on the computer. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm doing this, this, and that. I'm like, oh, whatever. You know, I just like kind of ignored it. Just let him do his thing, you know. And then um, he started, like, people started interviewing him and, I was just not really wanting to talk a lot and say a lot, you know, very quiet. And um, it was just neat to see him tell his story and how he's just reaching other people and helping them. And, you know, we talked about it and it wasn't easy. My first interview, I can't remember who it was, who it was with, but um, I still am nervous talking about it. But I, I, I realize now that you know, my story can help women and it can help other people. And that's our goal is just to give our stories, um, tell what happened for us and to help others and give them hope. I, I love both of your work together and seeing what you do because it is doing that. Like you are doing that. You can see what is happening in your communities and how you are sharing your story and your Tim's story and combined with you it is just such a beautiful powerful hopeful story so I, I love hearing it and I love following you both online so that I can just get my daily dose of you two and what you're doing in the world it's wonderful thank you yeah it's funny I like I said I don't cook but we have cooking classes now and we have meetups and it's just it's just been really awesome and we're very blessed and very thankful to be able to do the things that we have done and are doing and you know just helping people it's I wish everybody could help people you know that's the main thing to help people help them get healthy and to be there for them and give them hope nice I I wholeheartedly agree and I, I love that there's people like you out there doing that it's wonderful. So there's a few things I wanted to talk to you about, but one is, oh, while we're on the topic of what you're up to, you guys have are making food for people to buy. Yeah, it started out, Tim started making veggie burgers at home, and then he put his recipe out there, and someone reached out to us, and we have a partnership now um, with these people that own a restaurant. Um, it's called Ashker's. Um, downtown in Buffalo here, New York, sorry, Buffalo, New York. And we have, um, we are making veggie burgers that are a hundred percent whole food, plant-based, no salt, no oil. And, um, the demand for them is, is going great. Not sure where it's going to go. We're excited. There's been a lot of different opportunities. And, you know, like we said, we, we want people to make them at home. They're healthier at home, but we are minimally processing these for people to have. They come frozen and they can just um, bake them or they can, you know, put them in a skillet and they have a whole food uh, burger, veggie burger. That's so exciting. So you said that they were in Buffalo. So what, what restaurant was it again? Because I missed it. Sorry. Um, I was right taking now, a note. Um, right now they're in Ashkers, A-S-H-K-E-R-S. Um, there's a couple different locations in Buffalo, and they have them there. And then we are selling them in a sleeve of 12 frozen. But um, right now we only have them 
locally at this time. So everything's just kind of starting. So mm. so if you're in Buffalo, you can get them. Yes. So if you're listening, go get some. Fat Man Foods, how can I order them? Right now we're kind of limited to the local area. Um, they can go to the restaurants and get them. Um, we're going to try to set up some hubs in the area, in the western New York area, hopefully hopefully kind of venture out a little bit to maybe where Rochester might have some. Um, everything's just kind of starting. So right now we don't have any online sales because we still haven't started with shipping or anything like that yet. Awesome. Well, I'm excited. Very excited. So if you're in Buffalo, seek them out. Seek them out. Thank you. And so how have you found your health change? Like what have you noticed in yourself? Well, first of all, I have a commercial cleaning business and I clean over 72 buildings a week. And I used to, um, Tim used to help me and I do it myself now, um, unless he has vacation time or I have um, my sister or daughter to help me when they're available. But I clean these buildings myself, and before, it would take me a long time to lug everything that I have. And I noticed um, with the weight loss and getting feeling better and getting more energy, I, I get these buildings done by myself during the week. Um, I can go up and down the stairs. I can move, and, you know, um, my the gentleman that I that owns these buildings is just amazed how fast I can get through them. And some of these other people are like, do you work by the hour or how do you work? And they're like, you're moving pretty quick there. And I said, well, the faster I can get done, the faster I get home, as long as I do a good job. And I said, and I feel great. I can move through these buildings. Wow. Wow. So how much weight have you lost, Heather? So I've lost 90 pounds. Oh my goodness. And it, Honestly, it, it was from eating healthy. And um, like I said, I didn't start running till just a few years ago. Um, I really wasn't exercising. It really was, you know, the food. And now I'm, you know, now I've picked up running. But I lost the majority of my weight when I transitioned from from the foods that I was eating. That's incredible. And so you must feel so different in your body. Now, I know lots of people, I always feel like I need to mention that I'm not, I always feel like when I'm like, that's incredible that I'm somehow fat shaming somebody else who hasn't lost the weight. But it's just when I I have carried, well, X, I don't know, I never know the conversion rate between pounds and kilograms, but I've lost 25 kilograms or more over my time on this way of eating and I just know how my joints feel carrying the weight and not carrying the weight and how my body feels carrying that weight and not carrying that weight. And so when I'm saying incredible, I just know that you must be feeling so much better in your body. Yes. Not carrying 90 extra pounds. Yep, definitely. I I definitely can feel that. Like I said, I mean, you know, I, I carry a lot of weight every day when I work and to think that I had that 90 pounds on me along with what I carry. Now I like, I look back and I'm like, how did I do that before? You know, it's, it's, it's just amazing how you feel. Exactly. But if you if someone put 90 pounds in front of you, it'd be so heavy to lift. And yeah, it's amazing what our bodies can 
do. Like, you know, our skeletons and our muscular systems, how they can carry 90 extra pounds on your, you've got a very slight frame. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's really is amazing. And so, so you lost the weight and lost 90 pounds and now you've got more energy. Was there anything else you noticed? Just, just overall feeling, I never like really had many, I didn't have any like many health issues or any, you know, anything like that. Um, when I wasn't feeling good, you know, I did have trouble sleeping from time to time, you know, but I, I'm usually pretty tired at night and I sleep. (laughs) So I get a good night's rest, you know, and that's, that's another thing. Um, you know, you, you, before I, you know, sometimes I'd be up till, late and now I'm you know I'm ready for bed but I'm also ready to get up in the morning and start my day you know our not just what we eat and what activity we do but we also need to make sure that we rest our bodies properly too yes and I I think that as my husband and I are just getting away from night waking with our children the youngest one's four now and he's just he's just well, he's got he's been sleeping through the night for a long time, but we'd just like him to stay asleep a little bit longer in the morning. He starts his day bright and early, which is fine, but we want to be doing exercise and meditation and have him stay asleep for a little bit longer <laughs> so we can do it in peace in the morning. But because of that, we've formed a habit of regular night waking ourselves because we're night waking thinking about the kids possibly waking. So I'm looking, we're trying to look forward to getting ourselves back into sleeping through the night because we're both still not very good at sleeping completely through the night after the seven, eight years of waking up for the kids. (laughs) (laughs) So that sounds really, really good. I'm looking forward to when I'm a better sleeper at night time. But I do think sleep is so important. Do you have anything else in your routine that you do to keep you feeling really, really good? Just eating healthy, being active. I've been toying with yoga a little bit here and there. Not sure if I'm going to start it or not. I did, then I stopped. So kind of, you know, do might get might do some of that. You know, I... A spiritual person so I do pray and I you know go to church and stuff too so that's part of my life also it's a big part of my life do you think I'm listening to an audiobook at the moment by Dr. Joe Dispenza I'm not sure if you know of him but he was talking about his the book is called I'm reading I've read a couple of his but this one's called breaking the habit of being yourself he talks about prayer and he's talking about the power of our minds and he's talking about how people have studied people who pray compared their healing their healing compared to people who don't pray and and spontaneous kind of remissions that occur for people who who do pray and i think it is there's so many benefits even though i'm not a i don't have a formal religion myself but i do think there's so many benefits to to, to prayer or to, well, to meditation in my case, but if you have a formal religion, you know, there is, there's so much evidence that it is such a positive tool in people's healing journeys. Yes, I, I, I do believe that. Um, Tim was sick and my mom was sick and there was so much going on and, you know, my faith got me through all that. And I, I do believe that if I didn't have that faith, I 
don't think I could have got through a lot of the things that um, my family has gone through. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because I wasn't focusing. I, I found my brother's my brother's death really, really, really difficult and really challenging, and and now back then I I, I felt. I, I find that in my own spiritual journey, I, I wonder how I deal with it today, even though I'm sure I would still be absolutely heartbroken. But I mean, I did feel so lost and purposeless when he was dying back then. And, and I think now I feel so much a deeper sense of peace within myself that I, th- I think that even though it would be still as equally heart-wrenching and and, and hard to lose someone that I loved so much. I think that I wouldn't feel like he was so lost from me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to go through the things we have to go through when we cling to what we can to help us get through that because, you know, they can, it either can make us better or bitter. And I, I think through the things we go through, it can either make us stronger or we can crumble. And I think we need to hold on to our memories and we need to be strong and not crumble. Or I don't think we can make it through the things we go through, if that makes sense. No, it does. It does make sense. It it is. And it is something that is in that time. I, I definitely crumbled many, many times when my brother was, when my brother was, dying and when he died I just it was really really difficult but I mean I do think that there's been so many blessings for me in all of the suffering and sadness I do think that there the struggles have been such incredible teachers to me about the value of life and and the, and the value of a healthy body you know watching someone you love with a body that's totally disintegrating in front of their eyes and in front of my eyes. You know, I really value small things, you know, watching him, he could barely lift his arm. He couldn't really lift his arm, couldn't swallow, he couldn't eat, he couldn't breathe, he couldn't, so all the, he couldn't go to the toilet, couldn't walk. So I, I, I am so still in my, like I write in my journal in the morning and I still, when you, when you look at people and they have nothing to be thankful for, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, you can move your legs. My brother couldn't move his legs, <laughs> you know, like, there's so many things you don't think about every day, like your eyesight, your your hands moving, that you can hug the people that you love and touch them. You know, there's so many that you can swallow a potato, which I love. <laughs> I love potatoes, too. That's my favorite food. <laughs> mine, too. Mine, too. You know, all these things that, you know, if you had to eat through your stomach like he had, so you miss out on tasting flavors, you miss out on, you know, so many things. You know, he couldn't really hug anyone because he couldn't lift his arms. You know, so we would hug him, but it's not the same as having a full hug. So I really think that grat- gratitude, his death taught me so much about gratitude for what I have, his life and death, and to not take things for granted because... Definitely. You never know how long you have with your family or your loved ones or how many hugs you have left on your on your on your hug. I can't think of the word I'm going to say. I was going to say meter. You know, you make sure that you get all your hugs in. If you can get a hug in today, get one. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. Yeah. 
So one of the other things I wanted to talk to you about was the people that you're connecting with, the work that you're doing now. Cause you said you, you've spoken about it briefly, but in your area you have uh, – is you have a plant-powered buffalo group or do you just have what, what, weekly, monthly potlucks? Um, we work? have a monthly potluck and we just get together. Everybody brings a dish to pass. Uh, whole food plant-based, no oil, no salt, yeah. yes. um, no sugar possible (laughs) um we have them bring a dish to pass and we get together and you know we just hang out um once in a while we might do something a little different or if someone's in the area we have a speaker like christmas time we had um some people in our group um uh tell their journeys to the new people that are in our group um we have a huge group we you know, not everybody can make it every week, or I'm sorry, every month. It's the first Saturday of every month, but um, we have a really great group. We've met so many wonderful people, and the stories um, that the people have come and told us, and the friendships we've made, and also how they're getting healthy. It's just, I said, it's just amazing. I, I wish more people would um, find this lifestyle and just take to it and see where it can take them. You know, I, I think back to when my mom was sick and towards the end, she, it's so crazy. She craved blueberries. She craved nuts, like asparagus. And it's like, oh, you know, I wish we knew this sooner, you know? And it's like, you think back and here, she, you know, she was sick and these were things, healthy things that she was craving. But sorry, back to our group. But our group is just wonderful, and we have so many wonderful people, and we've made so many wonderful friendships. So we're we're growing. That is so wonderful. So where can people who live, if they're listening and they're in Buffalo area, where can they find your group online? Um, we're in Western New York. Um, I think it's a plant-based community. Um, we're in Meetup, um, and Tim also posts on his Fat Man Rants page. Um, we post on both of our um, both of our pages, our Facebook pages, and on Instagram. Um, we put it's the first Saturday of every month, and um, this summer we're we've changed the location, but normally we have a church that lets us use their conference room. Okay, perfect. So, what's the the group called? It's called Western New York. I'm sorry, we changed it. I can't think of the name right now. I can. I can I'll put it in the show it. notes, everyone. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> so it's a plant-based meetup group. I love that. So how many members do you have? We have a we have a regular people that come, like 25 that definitely come all the time. I should say 25 to 50 that come all the time. I don't know. Um, I can't. Maybe 100. Yeah. That 200, so just good. not everybody comes at once, though. But it would be no, great they if they can they all don't. make it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Imagine all the food. I would be so full because I have a thing where I just would have to try every single dish everyone bought, and then I'd be unwell. <laughs> well, and what's really neat is, you know, everybody brings – it doesn't seem like we have the same thing. You know, you think, okay, well, if they're just starting out, everybody's going to bring, like, just apples or just – um, a veggie tray, you know, but we have, we've had so many different dishes every single time. And we've not really had like 
three salads, four salads. We've had a, you know, a mix of everything and it's just been, it's been great. It's been awesome. And it's, it's so nice for new people that are coming out that they can actually, you know, they think of vegan or they think of plant-based, they think, oh, it's just a salad, but they're able to come and see all these different recipes. And it's, you know, it's really eye-opening for them. And I'm just, so thankful for our group. Yes. I love that too because in because I get I love when I host a potluck because I get so many ideas of recipes I wouldn't, I wouldn't even think of and ways to do things I wouldn't think of. Even yesterday I had a whole food plant-based meal, no oil, and it was just, it doesn't sound very exciting. I'm sorry, everyone, for boring you with this. But, I mean, people put different spices that I don't use. And so they made just a lentil curry. And it looked so nothing, but the taste was with was flavors that I've never made a curry with in, in the same way. And I was like, oh, I have to remember this flavor to do to do next time. And you see so many different ways of doing things that you didn't think of or you mightn't have thought of, or you might think a roast veg salad looks like this, but another person's interpretation of a roast veg salad can be completely different and have completely different flavors and dressings. And I I love that about it, that there's so many ways to be creative with plant foods. Yes, definitely. And my favorite's potatoes. I like them all kinds of ways. (laughs) That's that's our little joke, you know, because like I said, Tim's the cook, I'm not. And so usually people say, well, what are you bringing, potatoes? And I'll be like, no, Tim made something this time. Tim's made something (laughs) (laughs) what's your favorite thing that tim makes apart from potatoes are potatoes in what way oh honestly i just like i'll make them for myself i just like them cut up thrown in the air fryer with a little organic ketchup and that's it i mean that's my favorite way i but i do you know i like potatoes all different ways mashed potatoes and i don't know he does all kinds of things. I, I'm pretty. I pretty much like everything. Only thing I'm not fond of is Brussels sprouts. <laughs> you know, I like Brussels sprouts roasted. That's my way. I really like them. <laughs> I don't know. I just that's one thing I just haven't acquired a taste for yet. <laughs> yeah. No. Fair enough. I. I. My mother-in-law loves. What's it called? Okra, and she loves it, but it's not my favorite. I had it once before I was completely whole food plant-based and it was tempura, so not whole food plant-based at all. And that was tolerable. I liked it then, but that's the only way and I'm never going to have it that way again. So it's 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 a non, non-vegetable non for our family. I'm not sure if I like that either. So maybe there's two. It's got the weirdest <laughs> texture. I just find it. The flavor's not great. The texture's not great. And this potatoes exist, so why would I suffer with okra? <laughs> if you're listening and you love okra, put in the comments a recipe that's whole food, plant-based, no oil, no salt, that makes it taste amazing, and I'll give it a try. But until then, I'm skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> so, Heather, how has life changed? Do what would you? I know it has, it's obvious. It's obvious, but I mean, for you, how would you describe the difference between your life before whole food, plant based, and now today? Well, I should say it was probably kind of boring before. Um, I didn't do much activity. I just did my daily routine before was to just get through the day. 
um, do what I had to do for my family. Um, you know, some mornings I'd be glad when everybody was gone and I just had maybe a few minutes to myself and, you know, I, I would start thinking, but then I'd, you know, pick myself up and move along and do what I had to do. Um, like I said, my work was harder now. If you would have asked me back then if I would have been running or helping with cooking classes <laughs> or anything <laughs> like that, I would have said no. You know, and I, I used to, before, I used to just kind of be, keep to myself, do my thing. Um, now I've made so many wonderful friendships and, you know, we're very active. Um, we're active in the community. Um, I even actually came up with a couple little recipes myself in our book and Surprise. I noticed that. Good Surprise. job. I could come up with some things. Um, it's like amazing. I feel great. I I never thought things could be as good as they are. You know, even like working. I mean, not many. You know, you don't like to always go to work, but I mean, I I like going to work, seeing people, and just being able to get around and move so much better than I did before, and to not be so exhausted by the time I was done working. And to get through that, uh, just do all the different things that we do now. It's it's just wonderful, and we're just so blessed. And I was gonna ask you just before. I don't normally ask this question, but you've. I think it's a good one to ask. There's many people that you know I work with or that I speak to say, you know, oh my gosh, I get up already at six o'clock, then I commute to work or get to work and I work nine till sometimes, you know, nine till six, sometimes seven. It's long days. I'm exhausted when I get home or I take work home with me. There's no way I can have time to meal prep on the weekends. I'm just so tired. And when I listen to you and Tim, it's like you live five days in one day with all that you accomplish in your day. How do you manage your time and a whole food plant-based diet so that you can exercise, you can do your such a, a long days of work and and still look after yourself? Well, right now things are starting to pick up and get a little bit busier. And I, you know, I, I did say to Tim, you know, we're going to be going on vacation and stuff to kind of recoup and just kind of relax. It'll be a little nice to just be away from everything for a little bit. But, um, you know, we, we just, we need to manage our time and we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves also with all the different things that we have going on. And we just need to be very good at managing our time and the things that we do. And, you know, if, if we have to say no to something, then we're going to have to do that. You know, our eating is, it's very easy. I mean, if, if we haven't meal prepped or something, I mean, you th like, honestly, food isn't a big thing for us. You know, throw a potato in the oven, bake some potatoes, or, you know, throw some veggies on the stove, or throw a salad together. You know, now food isn't that, I don't feel like it's that hard to eat and get things together for us. But, I mean... We also don't have children at home, you know, that we have to take care of either. So for us, it's, you know, we're pretty much taking care of just ourselves right now. So I think for people that have families, you have to meal prep and, you know, be ready for when the kids come home and have snacks for them and different things. 
But right now for us, you know, we just eat whatever, you know, it's not a big deal to have a salad. You know, if we had a salad the night before, it's all right, we can have it again. Or, you know, we can have potatoes or we can have rice again, you know. What would be a typical day of eating for you and Tim? Well, we kind of eat a little different. Um, I kind of might just grab a banana and an apple or a couple bananas and then out the door I go. I come home after a little after lunchtime usually and I might have some potatoes. I might have some unsalted peanuts. Um, I might have a salad. It just depends what whatever I feel like. And then at dinner time, it's, you know, whatever we have made. If it's something in the Instapot, rice or potatoes or, you know, nice big salad with a lot of veggies in it, soups or chilies, you know, it's, like I said, it's, we don't make it like a big thing. And I think, you know, if you can find things you like, things that are easy and find easy recipes, it, it's not hard to eat this way. I think people complicate it and it just needs to be made easier. I like that. And I, I think everyone plays around with it differently as far as how their days work and the time that like you obviously go to work earlier than me in the morning and so you just have two bananas and then eat fast until lunchtime and you're good to go. But you eat such nutrient-dense food, then you would have the energy to get through that that big work shift until lunchtime. Well, and like I said, sometimes I might have, you know, like some oatmeal in the morning. It just, you know, it just depends on the day or whatever I feel like having, you know, like especially in the winter, I want something a little warmer or, you know, before I head out the door or, you know, potatoes, sweet potatoes, or, you know, sometimes there's a little leftover rice. I might eat that in the morning, you know, it's, it's whatever's there. <laughs> I think it's a great way to just be flexible and listen and listen and try, you know, if you have things on hand and just be open to eating left, left leftovers from yesterday or eating things that are just potatoes. But I, I do think that for many people, if you haven't got, and I don't have one, so I'm preaching to myself and Rinji, if you're listening, we need an Instapot and an air fryer because we don't have one and it would be very helpful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it would be. It's so helpful. We've got a slow cooker, which is I, I like that I have dinner all done in the morning and I just, it's ready. It's ready in the evening, and I love that. But, I mean, I would think I would like to have the option of having it just faster in the evening. Well, and that's the other thing about the Instapot. If you don't have something made up and you want to have a soup or rice or, you know, chili, it's it's so fast to throw that together and go do a few other things and then come back to it and you got your dinner done. You know, we sometimes we just uh, put rice in the Instapot and maybe some mushrooms and little liquid aminos and, you know, just easy stuff. You know, we're just we're just not big on lots of ingredients and we just like things quick and easy and healthy. That's me. It's not Ranjit. Ranjit likes things more gourmet. I like things quick and easy. Although last night I made this dinner and <laughs> I thought it was really good. And I dished it up to everyone and I was like, this is going to be great. I made this big, big thing of roast veggies. And it looked so good. And then I made this just a sauce with some walnuts and lemon and a little bit of nutritional yeast and roasted garlic cloves and a tiny bit of maple syrup in that, actually. And um, I thought the kids would love it because it's a little bit sweet and creamy and yum. 
and they all hated it. <laughs> and Ranjit oh. said it was just a weird tasting dressing. So don't make that exact dressing. That oh. didn't work. <laughs> I, I put some liquid aminos on the vegetables as well in the oven, and yeah, they said it, the combination was no good. But um, I forced them to eat it. <laughs> It was healthy, so that's good. <laughs> it was so healthy. I made it so healthy. Anyway, so they ate it. But sometimes you win, sometimes you lose when you play the put whatever in the blender and see what comes out. And sometimes it's not that great. <laughs> so, Heather, before we hang up, what would be your three biggest tips to anyone listening who's considering taking on the whole food plant-based lifestyle? First of all, what you put in your body, is it good for you? and going to help you be healthy, or is it going to harm you? Um, that's my first thing. Second of all, find food, you, find food you like and that you tend to eat the same things of. Um, like I've said a hundred times now, my favorite's potatoes. There's so many things you can do with potatoes. Find the veggies you like. Find the grains you like. You know, make things that you like. And third, don't make it hard. Make it easy. Fruits, veggies, whole grains. And you're off to a great start. Don't overcomplicate it. Good one. So number one, make the food, ask if the food's healthy or harmful. Two, find the foods you like and eat them, which I think is a really great. I think that we do, and that, that ties so well into the third one, don't overcomplicate it, don't make it hard. Because I think people think, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to make. And when you Strip it back and just like, just make oatmeal. If you like oatmeal, eat porridge, you know, eat oatmeal. If you like potatoes, eat potatoes in every way you can think of. You know, if you like broccoli, like I like broccoli and potatoes, eat that together. You know, there's no, obviously you'd need to eat more than just that. But I mean, Andrew Taylor ate spuds for a year and he was great. <laughs> so, so don't overcomplicate it. That's wonderful. Wonderful tips. Thank you so much, Heather, for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It was an honor to be on your show, Corrine. I thank you so much and thank you for what you do. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Heather, for coming on the show and taking the time in your evening to chat with me. I absolutely enjoyed talking to you. I can't wait to give you a hug when we finally meet in person all the people that have been on this show for all these episodes. I have to fly over to the States sometime soon to give you all the hug that you all deserve for touching my heart and for just helping make this podcast reach almost 100 episodes as of next week. So thank you, Heather. Thank you all for listening. Otherwise, have a great week. I hope that you eat tons and tons and tons of potatoes (laughs) maybe not tons in the week I'm about to go and have a beautiful lunch with a lovely friend of mine Justine Dijon so hello Justine I'll see you soon bye everyone have a great week see you